If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Audi podcast where we talk about disability, quackery, parenting, and Jewish life. It is no secret that I have legal guardianship over three children and in the process of adopting another. They are J, A, D and Potato. Potato, being the baby. The other three are my husband's half-siblings who they share the same father. We did have guardianship over B, our niece until she went back to her mom but her mom backslid so that's why we have her baby sister Potato. What my parents DID. We took custody of B when she was three months old. Rue was five months old at the time. My parents, especially my father would make comments like, where's her real mother? He would do this often. My mother would ask, why would you take a sick child? B was born with a cleft palate. She was not sick. Even if she was, it wouldn't matter. She was family and needed to be kept out of the system. Little things like this. When Rue and B were about to turn one, they threw a huge part for Rue. They had a cake made, got a lot of gifts for him. It was a bit much for me and him but we dealt with it. Two months later, B had her first birthday. They were nowhere to be found. It was okay because my husband used to decorate cakes and made a really nice cake for her. He made the mistake of putting it on her high chair tray and turning his back. The cake was all over her. Made for great photos. B still talks about it after we told her about it. Besides the laughter over this incident, it really showed that the people who were supposed to be her grandparents really did not care for her. When Rue and B were both in preschool, it was time to have Dot B named in synagogue. We picked a Hebrew name that named her after my grandmother on my mother's side. My mother would always yell at her because she was too slow for her and didn't want a wheelchair because she wanted to maintain her independence. She was truly the only one who understood me as a child. I always looked forward to seeing her. She never passed judgment on me and it was fitting to have been named after her. Guess who didn't show up? You got it, my parents. She isn't our real granddaughter. What my mother-in-law did. Fast forward a few years, Anne was a four years old and my husband got reconnected with his father. His father left when my husband was 14 because his mom was undergoing a kidney transplant he was afraid she was going to die. It turns out at 60 years old, he had three minor children in foster care. He called us and said we were the only ones who can take them. We already had four kids. We thought it over and said we would figure it out. And we did. We won custody two years later. During the custody battle, my mother-in-law, knew that A was diabetic. She had us practice giving her injections so we were prepared when we got custody. My husband's father was really abusive towards her and all her kids. She put that aside and said, it's not the kid's fault he is the way he is. She was looking forward to seeing the kids. She couldn't believe how much Jay looks just like B's mom. They are only half-sisters. When the kids finally came home, the first thing she said to them was, you are all my grandchildren now. 
Yes I am your father's ex-wife but you are now my grandchildren. Want to hear how your big brother and your other adult siblings tried to make me make pancakes really early in the morning and how I made them eat all of them? The kids were giggling and went with Theer new Noni. Noni is Italian for grandmother but the kids say it Nanai. It stuck. She was Nanai to every kid. They loved her instantly. First Thanksgiving and Hanukkah with the new children. J, A and D first came to us two weeks before Thanksgiving. That year Hanukkah also started on that day. It was a perfect year to introduce them to the family. We invited my parents over. I refused to go to their house because they would abuse me worse there and they semi-behaved at our place. The first thing my father screamed, and I mean screamed, why didn't you tell me you got the kids? Jay was crying, A had a meltdown and D was only 20 months so it did not seem to phase him. My husband took my father and mother aside and laid down the law. That these children weren't going anywhere and they needed to deal with it. I said how A almost died while in foster care due to negligence of other foster parents, not the last one. He said I don't want to hear it. He was told he better be nice to the kids or he could leave. He ignored them for the rest of the time they were there. Nanai gave them all the attention they could want so they wouldn't feel left out. After everyone left, we had a great for Hanukkah. Rue was helping them with the Hebrew. It was adorable. My grouchy parents didn't ruin their first Hanukkah for them, they tried though. Trying to talk to my parents about their behavior. I have tried multiple times to talk to my parents about their behavior towards our unbiological kids. Every time I brought it up it was either they aren't our real grandkids or we aren't talking about that right now. I got so angry I said, it's either all of them or none of them. It's not the kids' fault they were in a bad situation and needed a stable home. They shouldn't make the kids that aren't Rue, Ann and Bug feel like they don't belong. When my parents would come over, Jay would scream, the jerks are here. It was apparent to me they needed to be cut off. It wasn't good for me, or the rest of my family. Rue, Ann and Bug didn't even like them because they saw how the other kids were treated. I raised them to be extra empathetic and it was apparent. The last time my kids had contact was when they were selling popcorn through Cub Scouts. My husband brought the three of them to my parents' house. I found out later that they misbehaved on purpose just for their grandfather. When Rue came back home you're welcome for your revenge. He was being rude to them on purpose but we talked about him not doing that to other people. Mom, duh. So my child. For everyone's mental health, it was best that we just cut them off. It wasn't easy but it was the healthiest option. I was in intense therapy to get the strength to do this. I had the support of my in-laws. It was really hard but 100% worth it. It's never the kid's fault they end up with who they end up with. People need to treat children who are not biologically related to them as if they are. They are children and did not ask for this. I have more children that are not related to me than are related to me. I jokingly tell them that they all annoy me equally. They think it's funny when I tell them this. There is a lot of teasing but we all love each other. That's how it should be. Don't forget to subscribe or follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Keep on speaking your truth and never let your flame burn out. Thank you for listening.